Hello and welcome to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, Alice Sly Dog, as usual. And today we're going to count down the top 10 albums of the year playing a song from each. Because it's that time of year. It's the end of 2018, going into 2019, so we got to look back on all the great albums we had this year. And I feel like we, it was a very good year for music. We got a lot of good stuff. Uh, the, making this list was really, really hard for me. There were a lot of stuff I wanted to include that I couldn't. Uh, some of that will be included in honorable mentions, but I whittled it down to my 10 favorite albums, and I'm going to play a track from each. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Uh, starting with uh, at number 10, my number 10 pick for album of the year. And by the way, this is in order of like, you know, 10 is 10, number 1 is number 1. So number 10 is uh, Water Parks with Entertainment. And what a great record that is. It was their second record. It came out in January. And uh, they focused a little more on the synth pop this time around. Um, still very melodic, still very much steeped in the pop-punk pop punk sound of the uh, the first record, uh, Double Dare, um, which I enjoyed a lot. But I feel like the second album was a little leaner, meaner, a little tighter. Uh, I liked the synth pop elements. Uh, a lot of good songs on that record. Um, and I'm going to play my favorite song from the record, which is Peach. This is Peach by Water Parks. Enjoy. Let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. 
That was Water Parks with Peach from Entertainment. Uh, what a great song. Catch them live if you can. Uh, up next, my number nine pick is an album by Speak Low If You Speak Love, Nearsighted. Uh, this is an interesting band. It's the side project of Ryan Scott Graham from State Champs, um, who, when I first heard the band, I didn't realize that was him even. Um, so, in January, I went to see Neck Deep's Peace in the Panic Tour, and one of the opening bands, the very first band on the bill, was Speak Low If You Speak Love. And I'm a guy that when I go to shows, um, I like to try to support the bands. Like, I try to give them a listen beforehand, and if I like them, like, I'll buy their CD at the show before I even see them live. Like, if I've heard them beforehand. And I'd listened to a couple of Speak Low tracks before I saw them live. So when I was out by the merch table, I bought their CD. It was five bucks. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I bought it directly from Ryan himself. Uh, and it was the day before the album was released, too, which was kind of cool. And they put on a good show. And I took the CD home, and I popped it in, and I was just blown away. There's a lot of layers to the recording. It's very pretty it's very it's a little mellow and laid back but that's a good, good thing it suits the music it suits the lyrics um it's good you know it's just good music to put onto if you want to vibe and uh, the lyrics are really deep very emo uh <laughs> they even called themselves a couple of sad boys when i saw them <laughs> they were great though and this record really you know it was the first record that came out in 2018 that really grabbed me and it stuck with me all year and I want to play the last song on the record. My favorite song on the record is called Swell. And I feel like it wraps things up really well. Like, it grows and it builds. The song itself kind of swells, and there's, like, all kinds of cool effects and some backwards guitar. I love the lyrics. I feel like it's about, you know, a new relationship and wondering if it's, are you going to swell? Is it going to be, you know, everything you hoped it would be? And it really never answers the question. I think that's up to you to decide. So take a listen. This is Swell by Speak Low, If You Speak Love. Slip away before you learn to 
that was Swell by Speak Low, if you speak love off the album Nearsighted. What a great song. Um, up next, we got my number eight pick. My number eight pick, before I talk about it, um, this is a new podcast, and so those of you out there getting to listen to this, you know, you're kind of getting to know me in a way. So one thing you may not know about me is I love music from all eras. I was raised on a lot of classic rock and a lot of uh, uh, music from the 70s and the 80s and early 90s. So that very much uh, is a big part of what I listen to still to this day, actually. Like, I really didn't start listening to a lot of what I, at the time, I considered new music till like, a couple of years ago, even, like, some of these bands. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. I saw, uh, a couple years ago, I saw the Sum 41 comeback tour, and to me, they were, like, they're, like, a new band. I didn't listen to Sum 41 when I was a kid. My first Sum 41 album was the new one, 13 Voices. <laughs> but, uh, I, I very much grew up listening to, like I said, a lot of classic rock, a lot of, you know, 70s and 80s music, and uh, one guy I knew about, because my dad had one of his cassettes, was Boss Skaggs. I was vaguely familiar with it. Like I remember liking Lido Shuffle. I remember liking uh, JoJo. And I think Lowdown was on that cassette, too. It was just, it was a Grace Hits album. And uh, last year, I was really getting into Toto. Toto, you know, Africa, Hold the Line. Um, and I was reading about the band's history. When I get into a band, I really dive deep and learn about the band. And I learned that a lot of the members on Toto got their start by co-writing and playing with Boss Skaggs on an album called Silk Degrees. So for Christmas last year, that was one of the albums I get got. I get a lot of music for Christmas every year because I love CDs. You should buy music. You should support music however you choose, whether it's CD, vinyl, whatever. But I got Silk Degrees, and I really fell in love with that al album. I thought it was great, and I planned on exploring Boss Skaggs more. But, you know, you get busy, and sometimes you don't get to explore them in the time you'd like. And uh, the, so fast forward uh, to 2018, about sometime in August, I was at a Target, and I... Even though there's not a lot of, you know, pop music at Target I like, they don't. They sometimes sell pop-punk bands there, I'll buy their album there, but I don't buy a lot of CDs at Target. I buy most of my CDs on Amazon or I go to record stores. I saw they had the, a new album from Bob Skaggs called Out of the Blues. I hadn't even heard this was coming out. So I picked it up, and I was looking, and I'm like, huh, I'll give this a try, it's only 12 bucks. So I took it home. And I was really blown away by this record. Uh, his voice is still the same as it's ever been. It sounds he sounds great. It's a very as it's as the title says, out of the blues. It's a very blues heavy album, and it's different from his seventies and eighties stuff. His seventies and eighties stuff was kind of blue eyed soul, maybe soft rock a little bit. This is very much a blues record, and his voice suits it very well. It's a mixture of covers and originals and it's a record that stuck with me all year it's a record i continue to come back to and i think it's it's great i think it's as good as anything he's done from the 70s uh yeah uh boss gags out of the blues check it out if you get the chance i'm gonna play a song called radiator 110 this is one of the originals on the al album 
Just a great blues number. Here's Voskegs with Radiator 110 from Out of the Blues. <laughs> time I see you walking, I get a temperature wanting. Every time I see you walking, I get a temperature wanting. Well, you catch yourself cooling down, you heat right up again. I know you've been to college Got about a hundred ten degrees Yeah, I know you've been to college Got about a hundred ten degrees So I know you got the knowledge In my poor heart See you running so hot now Like a radiator See you running so hot now Like a radiator Moving all the other fine chicks now
And that was Boz Skeggs with Radiator 110. What a great record, Out of the Blues. Go pick it up if you have it, if you're a fan of his. Um, up next, we got uh, number seven, another newer band, Panic at the Disco. I guess they've been around for a while now. But uh, Panic at the Disco, Pray for the Wicked. Um, Brendan Urie, what a vocalist, what a songwriter. And it's, it's truly been his year. I feel like this is the album that is kind of, you know, reestablished Panic at the Disco and Brendan Urie as, you know, a force in the music industry and this record came out and just blew doors down it's great it's melodic it's got kind of a uh i feel like the theme of this album in a way is la and the roaring 20s there's a lot of horns on the record uh but the songs are very melodic it's not the it, it feel, i feel like it focuses a little less on the rockier side of panic at the disco and maybe a little more on the pop side but the songs are there and they're great and I was I was having trouble picking a song off this record because a I love them all as I do on most of these. But the other reason is the, these songs have gotten a lot of exposure this year. So I wanted to play something that you may not have heard from the record. So I'm gonna play uh, a song called "Old Fashioned." This is probably one of my this is one of my favorite songs on the album. It's the second to last song on the record. This is "Old Fashioned" by Panic at the Disco from "Pray for the Wicked." Check it out. <laughs> Once upon a thrill from a kiss to a swill We were swallowing the nights like we had nine lives Betting gone so long, seventeen so gone Betting gone so long, seventeen so We were borderline kids with the book of disorders Medicating every day to keep the straightness in order Getting gone so long, seventeen so gone Getting gone so long, seventeen so gone it's a false sight of hope where believers can see, and there's only memories when it's over. So pour out some liquor, make it an old fashioned. Remember your youth and all that you do. The plague and the passion. They were the best of times. They were the best of times.
That was Panic of the Disco with Old Fashioned off their album Pray for the Wicked at my num that was my number seven album pick of 2018. Up next we got uh, Boy George and Culture Club with Life. The album is billed as Boy George and Culture Club. I just call it Culture Club. And this is their first album since 1999's Don't Mind If I Do. So it's been a while. The band has been on and off various times over the years, um, but has come back together. I think they've been together again since 2014. And this record has been worked on quite a bit over the years. I believe it was, it was originally slated to come out in 2015, and it was going to be called Tribes. And they've actually posted snippets of some of these songs on Facebook when the album was called Tribes, and it was going to come out uh, in 2015, I think. And, uh, you know, I heard, like, a little snippet of Oil and Water, a snippet of uh, Runaway Train, and a snippet of, I think, Human Zoo were posted to their Facebook page. But for one reason or another, uh, I think Boy George's vocal issues and a few other things caused the album to be shelved. But it finally came out this year. It came out in October. And I, it's a great record, but before, before I say what I'm about to say, it's a great record. Um, it rivals their best stuff from the 80s. So many great songs. Uh, God in Love, Human Zoo, Runaway Train, uh, Let Somebody Love You, What Does Sorry Mean, Resting Bitch Face, Different Man. Just great songs on this record. Um, I feel like it hasn't been getting the attention it deserves. Um, I feel like Boy George's last solo album that came out in 2013, uh, This Is What I Do, got, got a lot more attention than this did. Or is getting at the moment. Which is sad, because this is a really good record. Um, and I feel like it deserves all the attention. It deserves all the success of the past Culture Club albums. So if you haven't heard this, give it a listen if you're a fan. Great record. And I'm going to play uh, the title track of... They just put out a video for this song. It's a great video, by the way. Go watch it if you get the chance. This is the title track. It's a ballad. It's a beautiful piano ballad. It's called Life. This is Culture Club with Life. There's a train at the station that's ready to leave. And a perfect future just made for me I let this stranger walk into my life Stepped out of the darkness back into the light I know I'm crazy but just a little sane I get to take this ride again you give me hope when I wake up to lift my head high and take what's mine. We look for laughter in the madness. You give me hope and you give me life. Will you let me breathe now? While I find my truth If I love myself Don't mean I don't love you All of my chances Are in my hand Stepped out of the dark 
darkness found out who I am I know I'm crazy, but just a little sane I get to take this ride again You give me hope when I wake up To lift my head high and take what's mine For laughter in the madness, you give me hope and you give me life. in you when I'm under the water when I'm under the water I look to you you know I do I look to you and the butter is gone you give me hope when I wake up my head high and take what's mine we look for laughter in the madness you give me hope and you give me six with life from the album life what a great song up next my number five album of 2018 is the struts young and dangerous album uh what a great record uh the struts are a new young band out of britain this is their second record they're very much influenced by like glam rock and like the 70s sound david bowie queen t-rex but it's got a bit of a modern twist to it it's got a bit of a modern sheen it's a very well produced record came out in October, and just blew me away. Every song, just hooky as hell, and it sticks with in your head for, for like days upon days. It's a great record. Um, like I said, it's their second album, and I feel like this band's going to go a long way. They're going to do a lot for rock and roll. There's a lot of hype around them right now, so I'm hoping you know, they continue to grow and get bigger. I believe they've been opening, you know, for bands like the Foo Fighters and stuff, and they're about to go out on and do their own tour. And this record, just fantastic, just very melodic. Um, I'm gonna let the music do the talking with this one. Uh, my pick from this album is uh, the second track, uh, "Prima Donna, Prima Donna Like Me." This is the Struts with "Prima Donna Like Me." Give it a listen. <laughs> 
was The Struts with Prima Donna Like Me off of Young and Dangerous. Up next at number four, my number four album of the year is If There Is Light, It Will Find You by Senses Fail. Senses Fail are a pop-punk flavored emo band from the early 2000s, if you don't know who they are. And this is their seventh album. Um, it kind of comes after like a bit of a period of really not knowing where the band was going to go. Uh, I saw Census Fail for the first time and discovered them for the first time when they opened for Sum 41 on their Don't Call It a Sumback tour. And I was very impressed with Census Fail. I thought they were great. I thought they put on a great show. I liked their music. Um, I was really, you know, I'm a guy that likes melody. I, I'm not a big fan of screamy stuff. So the fact that I liked the, some of the songs that had the screaming in it was, you know, that's saying a lot to the band. Um, but I was very much, you know, drawn to the earlier records. Uh, Let It Unfold You, Still Searching, Life Is Not a Waiting Room. They're a lot, they have a lot more melody. There is some screaming on those records, but it's not as heavy. Um, but their latter, their latter stuff, uh, Renaissance and uh, Pull the Thorns From Your Heart, have been very much more steeped in the aggressive, screaming vocal style. So when I heard that Census Phil were, were making a new record, I was kind of... Uh, at first, but then I heard uh, Buddy say in, a, in an inter interview that the record would be more based in the early Census Fail sound, more melodic, uh, l less screaming, more singing. So I got really excited because I figured this is going to be a great one, and I was not disappointed by this record. If There Is Light, It'll Find You by Census Fail is fantastic. Um, the lyrics are very, very personal very heavy, uh, dealing with some heavy themes on this record, but it's talked about in a good way. His vocals are on point. I think he sounded the best he's ever sounded. I think this is the best Census Fail album that's ever been written, and I'm glad it's been well-received. I saw the tour for this record, and God, Census Fail were on fire. Go see them if, if you get the chance. They're a great, great rock band to see live. And, you know... Uh, looking at the track list, uh, Double Cross, Elevator to the Gallows, New Jersey Makes the World Takes, Gold Jacket, Green Jacket, uh, Is This Gonna Be the Year, Shaken Hands, uh, the title track. This record's just solid start to finish. And I'm going to play Elevator to the Gallows off this record. This is Census Fail with Elevator to the Gallows off of If There Is Light, It'll Find You. Check it out.
Elevator to the Gallows at number four from the album If There Is Light, It Will Find You. Now we're getting into my top three. Um, at number three, one of my favorite new bands out there, as it is with The Great Depression. And as it is as a band I've been championing for quite a while. I first saw them, much like Census Fail, they were the first band on the bill on the Sum 41 tour, Sum 41 comeback tour. And I was very impressed with the band from the get-go. I thought they put on a great show. I thought Patty had a great voice. I thought Ben, Ben's voice complimented Patty well. And I loved the attitude the band had. Like the crowd was kind of being eh, like with the reception of the band, but they played it off and they did great. I think they won over a lot of the crowd. And I bought their first record at the show and I played the shit out of it. And there's follow-up record which came out last year, uh, Okay, which is what the album's called. Uh, I thought it was also amazing. I thought it was a step up, and I saw the tour, and they just put on an amazing show, and I'll be seeing them again, actually, next month in early January. I'm really excited to see them. But on to their new album, The Great Depression. Uh, this album is a little darker than their previous two releases. Um, it deals with mental health. It deals with looking at death um, in, it, through, through the eyes of this character, the poet, um, from what I understand. And the poet has, you know you know, been kind of this writer, and he's written about death quite a bit in the past, but then when it kind of like finally, finally, you know, comes to try and, you know, take him, he doesn't, you know, he's not sure how to handle it. I feel like death is a metaphor for depression with this record. And just a lot of powerful songs, The Question, The Answer, the title track, The Great Depression, uh, Fire in the Dark, uh, The Stigma, uh, The Handwritten Letter, so many great songs. The Reaper with Aaron Giuseppe from Under Oath. Like, this record really knocked me off my feet and took took the wind out of me a little bit, I'll be perfectly honest with you, the first time I heard it. It was a lot to take in. But I kept coming back to it, and this record is just phenomenal. Patty and the boys have done a great job. I'm hoping to have an interview with him sometime early next year. I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of him. Uh, but... Onto the song, uh, I had a lot of a lot of trouble picking a song from this record because I didn't know what best represented this album because it's a concept album. So what do I pick? But I decided to pick um, a song that both me and my girlfriend love. This is called "The Handwritten Letter." Give it a try. This is as it is with the handwritten letter from the Great Depression. Here we go. <laughs>
We're getting into the top two. Um, at number two, and this was really hard. It was hard to not put this album at number one. I'm being perfectly honest with you. These guys are one of my favorite bands, but that just shows you how good the number one pick was this year. But at number two, we got Judas Priest with Firepower. What a record this is. Holy shit, did this blow me away. Um, I enjoyed their last record, Redeemer of Souls, but I feel like this one, this is their return to the 80s and the 70s full force this is a classic sounding priest record with a touch just a tinge in the modern but wow did they nail this rob is screaming better than ever the guitars are on point and it looks like it could be the last record with glenn tipton um just because of how his parkinson's has progressed but if this is his last record with the band it's a hell of a swan song for him because the, the the sheer force and power of these songs firepower lightning strikes evil never dies necromancer children of the sun flamethrower just a great heavy heavy album melodic uh priest are one of my favorite bands and i was lucky enough to see this tour twice this year first uh headlining at the microsoft theater in la and then co-headlining with deep purple later in the year in irvine and they were great both times rob sounded great um, Richie and Andy sounded great on guitar. Uh, Glenn actually came out at the LA show and played three songs at the end at the end of the set, and that was really awesome to see. I'm really glad I got to see that. And my pick from this record um, is a song a little later in the album called "No Surrender." Um, I feel like this is the most classic sounding Judas Priest song on the record. I'm glad I got a video. I'm glad it's kind of getting some attention now because I feel like originally it was kind of hidden at the end of, at the end of the record almost. But it's a great song. They played it the second time I saw them this year, and it went over perfect. It sounds like a cl classic Judas Priest song. Here's Never Sur Sorry, not Never Surrender. No Surrender from the album Firepower by Judas Priest. Check it out. <laughs>
And that was Judas Priest with No Surrender from Firepower. At number two, what a great, great record that was, man. It was so hard not to put it at number one. But before we get on to number one, there's two things I want to do. First, I want to thank you for listening so far, if you have. Uh, this is a new podcast. I'm really excited, and I'm hoping that, you know, as we go into 2019, I'm going to be doing more interviews. That, that's what I really started this podcast to do. I want to interview people. I hope I'm doing more, you know, content, like more discussion, uh, less solo shows. This, this is kind of like, you know, a once-in-a-while thing that maybe I'll do occasionally in the coming months, but I wanted to do this because I wanted to talk about my 10 favorite albums of the year. So thanks for listening. Check check me out. Um, hopefully the Facebook page is back up by the time you see this. They probably think I'm a Russian bot for some fucking reason. Um, follow me on Twitter, Sly Dog, Rock, Sly Dog Music Cast on Twitter. Um, I'm on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, just, you know, g- give us a listen, subscribe, you know, follow me. You know, I'm, I'm going to post music stuff, you know, as, as is available. It's going to be great. So... That was the first thing. The second thing I want to talk about um, also is I wanted to do some honorable mentions before we did number one. Because like I said, there's a lot of records that came out this year that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to play music from, but I had to whittle it down. So here's some honorable mentions. Uh, Some records that I loved, but just didn't quite make the top ten, but I still love these records regardless. Uh, The Gorillas with The Now Now. Uh, This is my first Gorillas album, and I fucking loved it. It's a great record. Uh, Shine Down with Attention. Attention Saw the tour for this as well. They put on a great show. And this record, I feel like, is a big step up from uh, Threat to Survival. Um, really flexing their muscles on this record. Just great. State Champs with Living Proof. Great pop-punk album. Coheed and Cambria, Unheavenly Creatures. Uh, Return to their Procure sound. It's very. It's a very long record. But there's some great stuff on here. Bit, a bit classic rock influenced, I'd say, too. Bit, bit in the now, bit in the past with that record. Cher with Dancing Queen. Yes, I said Cher. I fucking love Cher. Cher is a goddess. And Dancing Queen, her ABBA covers record, is fantastic. Go give it a listen. Uh, Dorothy, 20 day, 28 Days in the Valley. Dorothy's a new female-fronted band. Kind of heavily late 60s, early 70s influenced. Kind of like... A heavy, heavier Janis Joplin, heavier Jefferson Airplane. You know, maybe like if Grace Slick or Janis Joplin fronted Deep Purple, this is what they would have sounded like. <laughs> but I got this record much later in the year, and I was blown away by it. Um, didn't get to spend enough time with it to really put it in the top ten, but I just wanted to bring it up. I, fi- I think it's a great record that more people need to hear. And lastly, Stephen Piercy, View to a Thrill. Stephen Piercy, the lead singer of Rat. This is a this is his solo record to follow up Smash. Uh, it's very James Bond themed, and I felt like it was better than Smash. Um, hoping for a new rap record sometime in the future. Hope Stephen Piercy's doing all right. I know he has uh, surgery coming up on his either his ankle or his knee. I'm also trying to get in contact with him. I'd, I'd love to do an interview with him. Uh, View to a thrill. Check it out. Okay, now that we've talked about all that stuff, my number one. And my number one is, if you know me, you probably could have guessed this. My number one is Prakel by Ghost. Holy shit. Talk about stepping stepping up your game. Ghost is a band that I have followed for quite a while, even before I owned any of their records. I remember way back, probably when I was living in North Dakota even, seeing uh, on that metal show, I believe one... I don't remember if it was Jim Florsen or... 
Florentine or Don Jameson. Uh, the the first Ghost album, Opus Eponymous, was their pick of the week, and I was intrigued by the cover art, and I started research, doing research on the band, but I never really picked up any of the records until Meliora, just because at the time, the second record came out, I didn't have the cash, and when the first record was out, I was in North Dakota. There was no way I was going to find that album in North Dakota. But I picked up Meliora, and that album like totally converted me. I was a full-on Ghost fan. And then I went back and got the old stuff. And I've been following them ever since. Uh, the live record they put out, uh, I think it was at the beginning of the year, they, they put the live record out too. Wow, that, that feels like forever ago. That's great as well. Well, check that out. It's called Ceremony and Devotion. Um, but this new record, Prokel, it's very dark. It's very much kind of like, I feel like the plague is a theme on this record, and death is a big part of the record as well. Um, but the songs are just rich and melodic. Like, they're little 80s flavor, little 70s flavor, with with like with that touch of modern I love. And they're, they're trying all kinds of stuff on this record. They added a little more synth. Um, they added some more, like, they added, like, a choir element to some songs. Uh, there's even a saxophone solo on one song, if you can believe that. And every song on this record is just a fucking banger, and it goes by in a flash. It's a very short album. Uh, and if you're, like, like you or even an inkling of a rock fan, you've seen the Ghost have been everywhere this year. This record has been huge for them, and rightfully so. Like, it's a great record. I feel like it's the best record they've made up to this point. And I <laughs> had a lot of trouble picking a song to play from this record. Because what do you play to represent th represent this? Um, so honestly, I decided I'm going to play two songs from this record. A, because it was hard to pick just one. And two, because fuck you, this is my podcast. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. So I'm going to play Rats, which was the first single. It's a great rocker. I feel like it's a. It sounds like the best Ozzy Osbourne song that was never written, and I'm also gonna play. What else should I play? I'm gonna play the ballad "Life Eternal." I love that song. So enjoy. Give those two songs a listen. Thank you for listening so far. So far, um, you know, I'm I'm doing this podcast for fun. I'm not doing this thing for money. This is purely about the music. I want you guys to hear some music discussion. I want you to discover some music you've maybe never heard. And I want fans of new music to hear some classic music, classic artists, and I want fans of classic artists and classic music to hear some new music and newer artists. I'm trying to bridge the gap with this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm the Sly Dog. Here's Rats and Life Eternal from Ghost. Thank you, and peace out. <laughs>
Can you hear me say your name forever? Can you see me longing for you forever? Would you let me touch your soul forever? Can you feel me longing for you forever, forever? I know the light grows darker down below, but in your eyes it's gone before you know. This is the moment of just letting go.